Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. You know, as Russia engages in this partial mobilization and seeking to, you know, hold those referenda and to uh, annex uh, those Donbass territories, uh, Ghana will not recognize. What really is, is the rush? What are we trying to to, to, to achieve? And mm. have we really considered the geopolitical fallout and yeah. the many countries that uh, we, we, we risk, if you like, losing that leverage, yeah. you know, where we could have positioned ourselves as a UN Security Council member country to really be seen as neutral arbiters. Because yeah. what we need is an end to this conflict. And more countries should be part of the solution rather than taking a posture that, if you like, will escalate matters. So mm. I think that the foreign minister really uh, has has rushed. I don't think that this position is very well considered. And let's encourage a Ghanaian position. Let's be more democratic, mm. more consultative. There should be a parliamentary debate on these on on, on this on this very matter. Um, some very fascinating insights on, on this very issue. I mean, Ghana is about to play um, another international country, Brazil. So we're going to go there pretty shortly. Thank you. I'm grateful that you joined us. But I want to give a quick word to Dr. Ishmael Holover, uh, who is international relations expert with the University of Education, Winneba, who joins us. Um, Doc, where do you stand on this? Um, uh, thank you very much. Good evening to you and the listeners. Uh, I'm tempted to believe that the minister didn't actually uh, add in what he said. Of course, uh, looking at the issues at play and Ghana's long-held position, it is rather consistent with what we have done over the years. Indeed, when the nation Ghana was born during the Cold War, we have taken that position to be uh, positively neutral. But that does not mean that we will not take our stand or position on issues that are of relevance to us in the international arena. What we seek to do throughout our stay as an independent state is to have that uh, position that reflects what our leaders are thinking at any point in time without any influence from any quarter. Now, I'm, I'm tempted to believe that the minister expressed this view in, in, in connection with what the president has said so it's it, it, in the same line of reasoning that the two of them are speaking the same mind that Ghana's position is that we are not going to accept uh, a situation where the international boundaries are being redrawn unilaterally. Now, that is very important because as a nation, we have been at the forefront of uh, the anti-colonial struggle. And this development, as it were, uh, may virtually send the clock back where powerful nations virtually redraw the mass at their own will. Now, again, it is very important to understand that positive neutrality, uh, which virtually amounts to non-alignment, does not mean that you cannot at any point stick out and say that this country is going contrary to established norms of international behavior. What is at play here is uh, a country that... Uh, think that its interest is threatened and therefore disregard international law. 
Now, if you come back to our own context within the West African sub-region, we have various issues of territorial claims. Are we going to say that if any country takes arms and invade another country because interest because we have strong relations with that country, we will not make our position of ensuring that the sovereignty of each one of us is maintained. We are not going to be heard on it. I mean, that, that's, a, that's, that's a fundamental question, uh, Doc, on this, on this subject. And as we uh, move on and, and begin to appreciate what the ramifications of this really macho approach is, I guess we'll, we'll return and expand on this a bit more. But I'm really grateful Dr. Ishmael Hover is international relations expert with the of uh, Education winner by joining us with his thoughts on this very, very interesting subject uh, with Ghana taking on Russia on the international state. Listen, right after these uh, two quick commercials, the next voice you hear belongs to Gary Al Smith. And once I say that, you know what's coming up. Brazil is in the lion's den. They will be eaten alive by the black stars. Tell you, some things can be very painful, eh? like hitting your toe against the corner of a table. Hi, pain. Or a failed cash transaction because of insufficient funds. But that's where Vodafone Cash Overdraft will help you shop life regardless. Yeah. Vodafone Cash Overdraft is the latest innovation that adds to your Vodafone Cash wallet when your balance is not enough to pay for your Vodafone transactions. Just dial star 110 hash. Select option 5 to opt in. Now, let's say you won't buy 50 cities monthly data where you get only 30 cities for your Vodafone Cash Wallet. You will get a notification saying you can access additional funds to complete your transaction. You accept the offer. Done. Overdraft. Oh, say yeah. Oh, yeah. A new Vodafone Cash Overdraft service allows you to access additional funds to complete your Vodafone Cash transaction. Be it paying for your broadband subscription, buying airtime, or mobile data, or even sending money. Terms and conditions apply. Vodafone. When I wake up in the morning, I brush my teeth with Kale Chaco toothpaste. This gives me confidence all day. Anytime you meet Ama, don't be surprised I smile showing my beautiful white teeth because I don't have cavity. Thanks to Kale Chaco toothpaste for its natural charcoal properties. In fact, we are like twins. I can't go without my Kale Chaco toothpaste. That'd be why I the use Kale Chaco toothpaste morning and night when I go bed self. It'll make my teeth white when it come out every scent from my mouth inside. My com- Confidence level they go up, so I they show my 32 teeth all. Introducing the Kale Charcoal Toothpaste, formulated with activated bamboo charcoal powder, ensures whiter teeth and removes bad breath. The strong natural property of the activated bamboo charcoal removes bacteria, absorbs surface stains on our teeth caused by coffee, wines, and tobacco. Welcome, Kale Charcoal Toothpaste. Kale Charcoal Toothpaste. Sankofa Yenti. Kale, happy smile. This advert is FDA approved. You think that the build-up to this game is one for the World Cup itself, but it's only international friendly. The difference is that it's Brazil in the house and the excitement that has greeted the fact that the Black Stars are playing Oh, Silesau has been quite palpable. Welcome to our coverage of the Black Stars' first of two friendly internationals for this month ahead of the World Cup, which is 58 days away. We are here on Joy 99.7 FM and broadcasting around the country and also on myjoyonline.com. It's Ghana versus Brazil. (laughs) 
that's not any random Jamal group. That's the Black Stars themselves after their last training session in France, which is where the game will be taking place, singing, well, ostensibly, because they probably know they are going to do something good. All right, so that's how we welcome you to our coverage. I'm Gary Al Smith. I'll be taking you through the next 22 minutes of the build-up. And, of course, we want to hear from you. Give us your predictions for the game, 55 In this build-up, you'll be hearing from um, Tony Bafo, who is with the team in France. Sami Kufo, also there in France. We'll be hearing from George Boatin, the assistant coach of the Black Stars. Chris Hutting, the technical advisor, Otto Ado, the coach of the team, and we'll be taking you back a few years to the last time Ghana played Brazil and also the feeling ahead of that one. After which, of course, you can give us your thoughts, how excited you are that Ghana is landing a Brazilian friendly. It doesn't come often, to be honest. This is um, the fourth time we are playing them at senior level. We play them at under 20 level and the white was asked by eight goes to two but that's a long time ago 1996 things are not the same or could it be a repeat tonight we'll be <laughs> telling you as the official starting lineup is also out our coverage today is brought to you by day by day men strong and refined the skincare you deserve dream day by day men are sponsoring our coverage of Ghana versus Brazil. Strong and refined, the skincare you deserve. And also, just don't forget that as part of our World Cup build-up, we are asking you to, I mean, submit a cheer song that you want us to use as the official one for the Black Stars. The song I'm going to play right now, many of you don't know and many people don't know, is actually the winning song that contested in our 2006 edition of the black stars cheer contest is become the de facto one of the de facto songs of the black stars and this is it Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
89.7 FM. It's our coverage of the international friendly between the Black Stars and Brazil. If you have been on my joyonline.com, you'd see that there's been a lot of coverage from the Joy Sports team. From George Ado Jr., who's been with the Black Stars team in France, sending us reports about the various uh, things that have been happening in training to a lot of pieces that we've been writing to prep you for the game. So my colleague, Fentu Tahiru, who'll be running commentary of the game, has a piece on how the Black Stars came to be known as the Brazil of Africa, essentially given the story of, you know, the Brazilian community in Accra and the roots of the Ghanaian community um, that are around Jamestown, you know, the Nelsons and all those guys there, and how... Ghana also went on a tour of the UK in the 1950s and also solidified their reputation as the Brazil of Africa because of their flair and all that. And then a third theory is that because Brazil won several championships in the early days, the 50s and 60s and 70s, with the Black Stars also winning the first three Afcons within that time, they also became known as the Brazil of Africa. Of course, these days, like I said in my own piece, they are not in the same WhatsApp group because Brazil are five-time world champions and um, the Black Stars haven't won anything significant since 1982. There's also another piece by my colleague Michel Quino, who you'll be hearing on the commentary, about how he thinks that Brazil can be beaten by the Black Stars with high-wide fullbacks and a free-roll Mohamed Kudus. There's one um, about, you know, how a new look Black Stars, because of all the new players that are coming in, could be starting today. Let me now bring in Lawrence Beidou. Lawrence, a few things we have to do first. We're looking at the starting eleven, but first of all, why do you think there's such a buzz about this game? Normally, you won't get such a reaction for a Black Stars game. A friendly, especially. A- especially. Um, I got to a point. I had to go back to my young, um, youthful days. I'm still, I'm still a youth do. When I was growing up, and then it reminds me those days in Takradi when the Black Stars are about playing, and then you have the brass band coming around. And I ask myself, why the brass band? It's like it's it's the kind of feeling the Black Stars give you. You have to be happy. You have to enjoy this moment. Mm-hmm. I think that is probably what we are seeing today. The fact that we've won the heart of most Ghanaians by qualifying for the World Cup. Mm. This is the reception we have to give to the team. Mm. And the fact that we are playing a team as big as Brazil, yeah. this is the reception that Ghanaians can give to the Black Stars. Anyway, so the, the, the build-up has been quite frenzied, must say, because of these things Lawrence is talking about and because of the coming of the the new players, as they like to say. Andre, are you um, describe that, them as the new players and says that they are welcome, but they should give their all. And there was a general expectation that some of these players would feature in the starting 11. But then, about an hour ago, the official 11 came out from the GFA's official handles. And what is it looking like? What is the starting 11 for today? All right. So if you look at the Black Stars lineup, we have Jojo Lakoti in post. Dennis Odoi, Alexander Jiku, Daniel Amati, Babaraman, Thomas Pate, Dede Ayu, Mohamed Kudus, Jordan Ayu, and Felix Afenajan and Kamaldin Suleimana. Right. So there's no new addition in the starting lineup. Yeah, Otuado. Um, I'm not exactly sure what he's thinking, but definitely after the game, he's going to be, you know, giving us thoughts. Our colleagues there, George, I'm sure, will be asking why he went for this starting 11. So. If you didn't get that right, he is going in a 4-2-3-1 one 
with Felix Afinajan leading the line, Dennis Odoi and Abdul Baba Rahman, who play as the fullbacks, Daniel Amati and Alexander Jiku, continuing their partnership at the heart of defense. Jojo Wolakot, of course, stays in goal. In the middle of the pitch, Thomas Pati and Mohamed Kudus look to control things. And Andre Ayu said to play as an attacking midfielder in a number 10 role, being flanked by Kamal Din Suleimana and Jordan Ayu. So the new additions, Stefan Ambrosius, Tariq Lamte, Mohamed Salisu, Inaki Williams, are all named as substitutes today. What has been the reaction on social media? Um, take us to our official accounts. Let's see. The game starts right. in about 14 minutes. Yeah, yep. So um, from comments we've seen on the social media page, it's not been quite convincing. Um, Fayon Kupa says they want to tell us that the new players are not automatically in the starting level, but all be lies. <laughs> Someone says Inaki is playing active football and he's at the bench whilst Afenajan, who hasn't played 60 minutes in this season, is starting. Asemu <laughs> Ajinami. Well, this one says, ah, why is Jordan starting? It looks like um, some are not convinced about Barbara Man as well. Yeah. Because uh, this one says, why should Barbara Man be starting ahead of Gideon Mensa, who is playing for Oxe? I saw in a dream today, Afenajan scored the winning goal. Emmanuel Noel says, Patelon 6 doesn't look convincing. Omar X says, you are better than the Ayu brothers. I don't know which of the U's he's talking about. Probably, he could be talking about Oreku, a.k.a. Obiba JK. Obiba JK and so on. Okay, so let's get some quick reaction from the team. Um, that is before... Today, um, Otuadu has been speaking about several issues. We'll also hear from... Um, George Watson, the assistant coach of the side. Let's get the thoughts of Otuado, um when he was asked about Mohamed Kudus. As you know, Mohamed Kudus has been the most informed Ghanaian player in the last couple of weeks, um, scoring seven goals in 10 games for his side, Ajax, in a very advanced role of being a striker. So he was asked by the journalist at the press conference yesterday if he would use or consider using um, Mohamed Kudus as a striker. Right, some probably players because surely um, we, we know him very well and I know him very well uh, so I'm just happy for him that he's you know, now part of the starting eleven and, and Ajax. And uh, we have all kinds of ideas, so many ideas, we have so many good players besides Kudos. Um, uh, could be an option, could be, but there are so many other options also for him. Um, and surely we won't uh, talk about tactical yep. things uh, before the matches or before the World yep. Cup, but anything can happen, sure. Yeah. So, George Adojudia asking Otuado about Kudus, and Kudus, of course, has scored some really good goals. The pick of the bunch has to be this one. Was it back here to Bergwijn? Kudus takes over and equalizes. Well, that's how dangerous they are. Football patient in the approach and then absolutely clinical with the finish. And just like that, Liverpool won, Ajax won. That was his goal for Ajax against um, Liverpool, leading us to thoughts on what the significance of this game is. Ghana yet to beat Brazil at this level. We asked Chris Huting, technical advisor of the team what it means to play the five-time world champions. They're hugely important because 
Uh, we will play uh, no games in October. Normally October is an international month. Also important for the new players to climatise themselves into the squad, to integrate into the squad. So this is hugely important. And then, of course, we have we have a gap in October. And, and of course, all the international managers and coaches will be hoping that we don't pick up any injuries. Chris Hutton there. Let's hear from George Watting. Playing against the world number one. What a challenge. What a prospect to look forward to. Um, as a coach, you want to test yourself against the best, but I, I can also say definitely the players will want to test themselves against the best. Against the best. So again, playing against Brazil is a, is, is a game that you don't need mot- motivation for. <laughs> you, you, you'll be more than motivated to get out there and, and perform. And also it will give us a good indication of the level that we are at, the players individually, collectively, and as a group yeah. uh, of staff with the players. Sorry, with the players. George Watson speaking there. So let's take you back to the last time these two sides met. It was in 2011 at Craven Cottage. It was similarly, if I recall, there was a lot of hype around that game as well. Um, my senior colleague, Michael Otiaje, former BBC correspondent, remembers it very well and I asked him about it. So Gary, I think there were a number of factors that contributed to that. The, this was a game that was played in September 2011. This was just like a year after the the high of the 2010 World Cup. So there was this energy, this buzz that Ghana football still had. Remember, Samoyan had then gone to the Premier League and was doing well. So the buzz around them, there were big name players like Isian and the rest, and it really did create a lot of excitement. Also because there was a new man in charge, Milovan Raivat. This was also a game that we were then going to play after we had played a really good game against England and drawn 1-1 with them at Wembley. So there was this sense that Ghana was on a high. Now, it meant a bit like now, the first, this, uh, a first opportunity to see the likes of Kwarasi and the rest, and, and it really added to the energy. But I think generally around the time, there was this feel-good factor, unbelievably feel-good factor about the blasters arising out of that, that 2010 World Cup appearance that England friendly in March 2011. Uh, the fact that Stevanovic was building a team that people were genuinely excited about and just the profile of the players, Montari, Essien, you know, you had all this Kevin Prince Boati and, and it really did add to the energy around the team at the time. Michael Otiaje there. And let me remind you about about the starting lineups of that game. Bring back some memories. Brazil started Cesar in goal, Dani Alves, Lucio was the captain, Thiago Silva. Thiago Silva is around today. He played in 2011 in that game. He was 27 years at the time. It's now 38. Marcelo, uh, Lucas Leiva, Fernandinho, Ganso. Ganso was supposed to be the player to rival Neymar in being the biggest name in Brazil. Unfortunately, as life may have it, he fell by the wayside and Neymar went on to, well, Neymar thinks. Ronaldinho was wearing the number 10 and Neymar then, just a teenager, he was now 19, actually, um, was the number 11, the great hope of Brazilian football. And Leandro Damiao, who eventually scored the winner as Brazil beats Ghana by a goal to nil. Adam Larson Karasi was in goal for Ghana. And as Michael Oti said, it was a chance for us to test him. I remember 
quite say there was a lot of hype about him because he was such a good keeper. And we're looking for the heir apparent to Richard Kinson, actually. And it was between Kwarase, um uh, this uh, locally based Fatal Dauda, and you know, some of those other goalkeepers as well. John Painter was the captain of that team. Daniel Opari was in that team. He got a red card. Isaac Vosa was there. Samalin Kum. Samalin Kum is still playing active football. Um, John Mensah, not Jonathan, John Mensah was there as well. Emmanuel Ajiman Bedu, um, Derek Boating, Suleiman Tari, Kujua Samoa, and Jordan Ayu, of course. And um, as you've heard from today's starting lineup, Jordan Ayu is starting, and he started in that game in 2011 as well. And Andre Ayu, um, who is starting today, could not play at the time because he was injured. We we had people like uh, Richard Kinson on the bench, Antonianan, Prince Tego, Liadi, Dominique Dia, Muhammad, uh, Rabiu Mohamed, Albert Adoma, John Boy, uh, Nathaniel Asamoa, and Enesua, the substitute goalkeeper, bringing back good memories. Brazil had Jefferson on the bench, David Luiz, Danilo, Elias, Lucas Mora, Pato, Hulk, Luis Gustavo, and all these players were there as well. Good, 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 good times. It was five minutes to the game. Let me take you to what Sami Kufour, who is in the Black Stars camp as well, has to say about the hope of the Black Stars ahead of this one. Just be yourself and then know that you can do better for yourself and then for, I believe, the country and your family. Do you like what you're seeing? Uh, amazing. For me, amazing. I think the, the quality and then everybody who is playing make it so nice and then everybody is so relaxed in camp and there's a harmony, there's a unity and there's a, a good atmosphere around the team. So I believe this time around we're going to surprise Brazil. Says we are going to surprise Brazil. Can we do it? Well, we have some unfortunate news right now. Um, Fento Tahiru will be our commentator. He was signaling me, and I wasn't. I wasn't sure what he was signaling me for. Fent, so uh, what's the bad news? Yeah, Thomas Partey has pulled out injured apparently during the warm up. Oh boy! Uh, so, so we'll see who replaces him. We, we are not. That's sure not confirmed just yet. But what's uh, confirmed is that uh, Thomas Partey is out and it looks like he's been replaced by uh, Baba Idrisu I believe I'm looking at the team uh, come out right now and you can just tell that Thomas Partey is not in there Baba Idrisu didn't start the game originally um, but there he is yes there he is so he has replaced uh, Thomas Partey who has pulled out injured okay so I'll be bringing you in as a match commentator pretty shortly found our way to Anthony Barfour Ahead of the game, I believe in a coaching team uh, in Ottawa. George Potton, Chris Hutton, Masud Didi Dramani, and also you have seen that uh, the squad <coughs> and the coaching team is becoming bigger and bigger. I remember in 2014, the official delegation needed to have like 55 people accredited. Germany came with 80 people, and uh, now uh, 55 is no more enough. You need a team behind the team, and I think uh, the leadership of the Ghana Football Association has done well. They allowed uh, Otto to operate. And uh, now, of course, uh, let's look for tomorrow what is going to happen. And I hope, inshallah, that we come out with a very, very positive result. I have faith in the team and I have faith uh, in the coaching team as well. And just the final one. Uh... So, yeah, time for us to go for the games. For the game, sorry, national anthems going on. Bringing in the commentator. Our coverage is brought to you by Day by Day Men. 
And please don't forget, you can let us know what your thoughts are during the game in terms of predictions, in terms of the... Um, what do you think of the in-game commentary? Zero five five one 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 nine nine seven. That's zero five five one 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 nine nine seven. Commentary brought to you by Day by Day Men, strong and refined. The skincare you deserve. Dream. This is Joy 99.7 FM, live commentary of Ghana versus Brazil in this pre-FIFA World Cup friendly match. And it's not just an ordinary game of football. This is the Brazil of Africa versus the Brazil of the world. Of course, throughout the 1960s, the Black Stars of Ghana mirror the dominance of Brazil's national team. It is so, playing some of the most scintillating football the continent has ever seen. It was a template adapted and locally inspired by former Ghana captain CK Genvi, which gave the country two AFCON titles. Ghana were then nicknamed the Brazil of Africa, and since then, they have ascribed to reach the level of their South American counterparts. But in four previous meetings, Ghana has come up short against the real Brazil, losing all four games by a combined scoreline of 13-2. Tonight, the two nations go head-to-head again. And they have the port city in Napa on Monday, where the greatest amphibious invasion in the history of warfare was launched during World War II. Tonight, while many across the world may view this as just another friendly, the feeling from Accra to Tumu is that it's much bigger than that. 
And the two teams have put out the men to match exactly that sentiment. The designated home team is Brazil in their familiar yellow top and blue shorts. And they have gone up with the strongest team they could possibly put together. With Liverpool's Alisson in goal, Marquinhos and Thiago Silva used to be teammates at PSG. Edan Militao, Real Madrid, Alex Telles, Man United, Casemiro, Man United, Lucas Paqueta plays for West Ham now. Rafinha dot Chelsea for Barcelona. Neymar Jr. is in there. Vinicius Jr. And Richarlison up top. It's as strong a lineup as they come. The Black Stars, on the other hand, have put up a lineup that's caught a lot of people talking on social media. And now it's gone from bad to worse for them. Thomas Partey is pulled out injured. And in comes Baba Idrusu. He forms a double pivot partnership with Mohamed Kudus, the man in red hot form for Ajax Amsterdam. In goal for Ghana is Jojo Valakot. Dennis Odoi keeps his place at right back. Daniel Amate and Jiku in centre back. Baba Rahman is preferred to Gideon Mensah at left back. Andre Ayu is in that hole behind Afena Jan, the striker, with his brother Jordan on the left and Kamaldi Sulemana on the right. My name is Fenjo Tahir Fenjo alongside Michal Kwenu and Gary Al Smith. Most of them in here. Ghana in their very, very fresh New Jersey is the away kit, the one famously with the boxing front. <laughs> Gary, what a potentially cracking game we have on our hands. Yeah, exciting times, isn't it? Um, Brazil in the very, very, very well known yellow. They call it the Canarino, right? Um, That's right. Sweden wear yellow, sometimes Colombia wear yellow, but Brazil have the most famous yellow in the world and um, they are playing against the Black Stars who are wearing their new kit for the first time today ahead of the World Cup and uh, kickoff is underway in Le Havre and it's uh, Brazil already trying to make their intentions clear very early on Neymar has been dispossessed it's come up to Thiago Silva he's played 113 times for his country it's unbelievable Neymar Jr. has played more though and he's only three goals behind the record goal scorer Pele so if Neymar can get a hat-trick tonight against the Black Stars he moves level with Pele's record 77 goals for Brazil Neymar currently on 74 it's uh, Richarlison finds Neymar Neymar is inside the box and he's basically playing and toying with the Black Stars defense. Here's Alex Telles on the left-hand side. Brazil showing very early intent. Here, Lucas Paqueta is lost out to Andre Ayu. Ayu finds support in uh, Jiku. Fenerjan is playing as a low man up top. And it's... Uh, Very interesting affair. Yeah, Gary, we talked about the young man, Afeda Jan. Not many people expected him to start tonight. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, but he's been thrown in there. 
as has been the case over the last few years. Yeah, a lot of talk on social media and elsewhere when the official lineup did come out, you know, um, about Afinajan. We know the circumstances. He left AS Roma and it meant that he would go to Cremonese. He's not got a lot of time. In fact, he's got very little time. Yeah, it's only come on as a substitute so far this season in one game. Played all together, I think about 40 minutes of football this season. Um, but he's been trusted yet again, like he was against the Central African Republic in the qualifiers. He got his goal all right. His debut goal for the Black Stars of Ghana. But here they are in possession. Ghana on the left-hand side. Andre, are you trying to keep possession? But the ball is going out on that left side. For a throw-in. Ayu is holding his chest momentarily. But he seems okay. Brazil are one of the favourites to win the World Cup this year, aren't they? They've got a mightily talented team. The irony is that Andre Ayu himself has picked Brazil as <laughs> when we interviewed him in March. He said, and he actually said yesterday again in the press conference that, you know, Brazil are one of the favourites. But in March, he did say that if he had to pick five teams to win the World Cup, Brazil would be the top of his five. So, yeah, no surprise there. But here come Brazil down that right hand side. Uh, twisting and turning. It's Rafinha. He goes inside with the cross, but it's been cleared out by Juku. Ghana survive. But Brazil bring it back again on that right hand side. Rafinha causing a bit of havoc to Baba Ramana at the moment. Osuado in his famous black shirt. Not sure what it is with him in black. But uh, Brazil with possession. Inside the center circle is Marquinhos to Alex Telles. Telles over the halfway line now to Vinicius Jr. The Real Madrid star has been the center of attention over the last few weeks, hasn't he? He's been uh, at the center of uh, racist attack. Many people perceived it to be from Spanish media, criticizing his dancing. But here is uh, Lucas Paqueta crosses it to Neymar. Oh, it's over the bar. Oh, my word. It was Richarlison. The cutback was sweet. It was inviting. Just outside it. The six-yard box. He really should have hit the target at least. This this should be 1-0 to Brazil against the Black Stars. I mean, some scintillating play from the South American Giants. Richarlison really should have done better, shouldn't he? Yeah, definitely should have done better. It's unbelievable. It's a let-off for the Black Stars. Four minutes gone. It's nil-nil. A great first opportunity for Richarlison. But he's wasted it. Here's Kudus Mohamed inside the center circle to the right-hand side now. To Dennis Odoi. Back to Kamal Ding. Kamal Ding has been dispossessed on that right-hand side. But Fenerjan Haaset heckled off the ball by Brazil. Brilliantly by Alex Telles of Man United. Telles has found playing time hard to come by at United since the arrival of Malatia, hasn't he? Yes. Yes. He's gone. So results been shipped out. Of course. But uh, here's Jordan Ayu 
That's what Baba Rahman tries to find Jordan. Are you inside the box? But uh, it's missed out. Eda Militao playing on that right hand side. He usually is a centre back, isn't he? For Real Madrid, Militao. But uh, tonight he's playing at right back. There's Alisson, the Liverpool goalkeeper to Alex Telles. Telles to Neymar, back to Telles. To Marquinhos. Out to Thiago Silva, 38 years of age. He's uh, granted an interview last week where he said he was aiming to play past the World Cup, play till he's at least 40 years age, of age. But here, Brazil can't. So far, it's all been Brazil. It's Vinicius Jr. Uh, he's gone past the Kamal Dean. Uh, gone past Dennis Odoi. Oh, great goal! Oh, no. Goodness me. It's almost agonizingly wide from uh, Paqueta. It's unbelievable how much fun and how much space the Brazilians have at the moment. Look at that. They've cut the, the Black Stars open so easily. Absolutely flicking the ball and just toying with the Black Stars. Oh, goodness me. Each way, everywhere. Left, right, center, and everywhere in between. Uh, Lucas Paqueta on the end of that just sent it agonizingly wide. Almost thought it was a goal for a moment. Seven minutes. Ghana nil. Brazil nil. In this international friendly. The two teams have other opponents to play, of course. On Tuesday, Brazil take on Tunisia. Ghana are up against Nicaragua. Brazil's World Cup group has Cameroon in there as well as Switzerland. Black Stars, on the other hand, to have to contend with old nemesis Uruguay, Portugal, and South Korea. Here come Brazil again, Vinicius Jr. That's brilliantly as he glances infield to Marquinhos, lining up a shot from outside the box, but it's intercepted by Babe Dusu and it's gone out for a corner kick in favor of the Selezao, five-time champions of the world, but they haven't won the World Cup in 20 years. So it's a mighty long time for Brazil to go without the World Cup trophy. Oh, that's the opening goal. It really is very easy for Brazil. The corner kick was floated in. And uh, Marquinhos rose past everybody and just nodded it in. It's as easy as it gets. Didn't even take 10 minutes and Brazil already have the opening goal. Yeah, I mean, too easy. And these past 10 minutes, if they are they having out, what's going to happen? It's going to be a very, very, very difficult day for the Black Stars. I mean, carving the Black Stars all day, every day, you know. And this was a very simple corner routine. Defense is going to sleep. You look at how high he rose. There was absolutely nobody really marking him properly. Um, Richarlison dragged about three players to himself. Marquinhos was alone, jumped, nobody marking him. And it's 1-0 to Brazil with just about 10 minutes gone. 
This is almost too easy for the South Americans. So they lead by one goal to nil. Brazil. Goal scored by Marquinhos from the corner kick. But at the moment, Kamaldin Silemana is down injured. And it was from a heavy tackle from Casemiro. But uh, he's up on his feet. The start, Rene Ataka. Hasn't been lucky with injuries, has he? Kamaldin Silemana started last season explosively. But then got injured and missed Garner's double header against Nigeria, which ultimately took the Black Stars to the World Cup. But uh, here he is now, Kamaldin Sulemana, weaving his way all the way back into his own half before finding Jordan Ayu, who's inside the center circle. Out to Daniel Amate now. And it's uh, Baba Rahman. Back to Alexander Jiku. Was rumored to be on his way out, but uh, transfer just couldn't happen. Daniel Amate infield to Kamaldin. Kamaldin to Kudus Mohammed. He's inside the center circle, goes to the left hand side, finds the weight in Baba Rahman. Brazil retreating at the moment. Baba Rahman to Jordan Ayu. Ayu to Baba Rahman. Baba Rahman is inside the box, sends a cross in. Oh! That's cleared brilliantly by Marquinhos. Scoring on the other end and preventing goals on the other. So it's a corner kick for Ghana. Jordan Ayu will take. As the Black Stars try to rally, rally themselves back into this. In all of their previous four encounters with Brazil, Ghana scored just two goals. And Brazil have scored 13. Jordan Ayu sends it in. It's a poor one. Cleared at the near post by Richarlison. But uh, only as far as Dennis Odoi. Brazil with possession in their own half. Twelve minutes. Brazil lead by goal to nil. Seems like twenty-two minutes or thirty-two or forty-two minutes. Yeah, it seems like it's been going on forever. <laughs> yeah, because it's been one-way traffic and Brazil are quite, quite superior in every single way, must be said. Neymar brought down. Yeah. Neymar is down at the moment, but he seems okay. He's up on his feet. As he usually is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he came under a very heavy tackle from Mohamed Kudus. Uh, 
So here come Brazil. Again, it's uh, Thiago Silva. Ivan Militao trying to find a run of Richarlison, but doesn't get there and Ghana win back possession. 14 minutes, Brazil won, Ghana nil. Goal scored by Marquinhos, a header. Scored in the ninth minute. Here's Afena John, he's taking off. He's got Marquinhos to deal with. Marquinhos gets there first and then just guides the ball to Richarlison, who restarts play to the right hand side to Edna Militao. And Brazil immediately down the other side with Vinicius Junior across from the outside of his boot. Oh, goodness me. That <laughs> once again should have been 2 0. And another really bad miss from Rafinha this time around. 15 minutes, quarter of an hour gone. Chiche must have been very impressed with what he's seen so far. Well, yeah, except for the goal scoring, because, I mean, if you are a favorite to win the World Cup, you should be putting away chances as you've had. Last count, I think they've had four clear-cut chances or what they call these days in this social media, aided, four big chances, you know. They've converted just one. And this one that's just gone bilaterally. So Vinicius just racing away. There's another one. This time Neymar to Vinicius. Vinicius cuts in. Vinicius Jr. is looking to shoot. Oh, he doesn't shoot. Rafinha with the overhead kick. But that's just gone wide. And that is the fifth big chance. I was just describing the fourth one where Vin- Vinicius got just um, astride of the penalty box killed with the outside of his boots Rafinha had just the goalkeeper to beat and missed it now they had another one once again Vinicius just turning Dennis Oloy chipping the ball header coming in from Alexander Jiku which could only go as far as Rafinha again with a bicycle kick seemed it went onto his left leg instead of his right and he really should be doing better here and also, because remember they are also angling for who should be starting in the World Cup on this evidence Rafinha is not doing himself any favors <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not Michelle Quinn also watching that with us here Michelle opening 16 minutes or so the Black Stars haven't threatened at all and there's no surprise in the read yet. and also um, just uncreen on what Gary said about the uh, Brazil of their chances there's something which I've been really since no, quite, quite a number of uh, games now. Their last game against Japan, they created more than, let's say, let's say 10 chances in about 10, 20 minutes. And they scored only one with a penalty score in the 77 minutes. So it's the, their biggest problem heading to the World Cup. And I'm sure Tite will look into, you know, find solutions. He has Gabriel Jesus, Martinelli, who did not receive any call-ups. So from this game, I'm sure he's still be looking out to see what he can do differently. So Brazil finding goal scoring a bit problematic generally but so far they've got one past the black stars of ghana and ghana chasing down every single ball here they have barely had any sniff of the brazil penalty area and you just wonder whether they feel they have a genuine chance here 17 minutes have seemed like forever since this game started brazil have had a plethora of opportunities to score but we've only got one and now they try to build that from the back again uh, here is Paqueta trying to get into the box on that was the retreating Andre Ayu who does really well to get in, in behind to clear but only as far as Rafinha Andre Ayu to uh, Neymar is giving it away and Ghana just can't get out of their own half. 
Brazil regroup with Marquinhos to Thiago Silva. Silva slices to the left-hand side to Alex Telles. Over the halfway line is Vinicius Jr. of Real Madrid. He goes infield to the waiting Marquinhos. Marquinhos is keeping on to the ball. He's inside the center circle, the center back. To the right-hand side is Militao. Back to Thiago Silva. Patiently passing it from the back. Brazil. Now it's Marquinhos. To Paqueta. And then to Militao. Now Silva. To Casemiro. Inside the center circle, Casemiro. Every Ghanaian player in their own half at the moment. Afenagen, the third is up. He's inside the center circle in his own half. Can get close to the Brazilians as Brazil push forward. Here is a change of pace. It's Neymar. He's inside the box. Neymar now with a cross shot. And it's just gone across the face of goal all the way to Rafinha, who keeps it in play on that right-hand side. Rafinha finds Casemiro. Casemiro with a cross. Looking for Neymar. He finds him. He can't bring it down. And Ghana with Kamaldin survive yet again. Kamaldin. Oh, he does brilliantly to go past two Brazilian players. And he's trying to do it all by himself. But Brazil have one back possession. Almost immediately, they're coming back, attacking the Black Stars. It's Casemiro to Paqueta. Now Militao to Rafinha. Rafinha, he's got Babaraman. He's cooking him. Oh, brilliant. Uh, but the pass lets him down. Baba Idrusi comes across to... To take is Kamaldin to his former teammate at Right to Dream. Kudus Mohamed. Kudus can do it all by himself. He's lost that possession. 20 minutes. Brazil won. Ghana nil. It's Vinicius Jr. Edge of the box. Into the box now. Vinicius Jr. Oh, he does brilliantly. Vinicius. Oh, goodness me. <laughs> the deflection came off Neymar. And, and uh, Jojo Walakot would have. <laughs> I'm looking for a suitable word for what Vinicius is doing to the Ghanaian <laughs> I need options. Oh, goodness me. He's, well, he's absolutely cooking. He's cooking them. <laughs> he is absolutely cooking Dennis O'Doy at the moment. He's got him eating grass at the moment. <laughs> Among other vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at the fans on the stands. They're enjoying it, aren't they? Alex Tosanti, not so much. <laughs> so, oh boy. But this is a good test, like we heard um, several of the former Black Stars players saying. You know, they, they absolutely need tests like this to let Ghana know what their level is because this is our level right now. So far, the Black Stars are failing this test spectacularly. Maybe we are being, we are being too harsh. Maybe we are being too hard on them. It's Brazil. Well, so far, it's 1-0. A scoreline that flatters the Black Stars, I have to say. Michelle? Yes, uh, it flatters the Black Stars, but we're also not doing, I don't think they're doing enough to help ourselves. Currently, we are set up in the four-one-for-one defensively, where we have only one player screening the, the, the you know the back four, and that is what is working towards Brazil's uh, success because they have two, three uh, players dropping in between that space uh, between the midfield and defense, and you have only one player to screen them. If you don't have your you know four players like Ayu and Cruz uh, dropping deeper at, at the right time, you are going to have those one-on-one situations when you keep on saying come out the uh, Barbara mind is being cooked by uh, Rafinha and that is what's created the problem because now having enough support defensively so if you can restructure a bit defensively and get to that pivot it might work some wonders you do have a point and at the moment what's definitely happening is 
it's uh, Baba Idrisu and Andre Ayu in that holding midfield role. And Andre Ayu has no energy to be going up and up and down all the time. It's, I mean, right? I've said, I've said, I've said a million times. You know what I've been saying. We've seen this formation before, haven't we? I it s- was the first one deployed by Rahivach yeah. when he came back when Ghana plays against Zimbabwe. I've said the a first million half, times. That Ayu Andre didn't do Ayu too well. Should not be starting Black Stars games in 2022. Even if he should, I think he should be playing further up top. Maybe. He does but not have in today's football, especially in the World Cup. You need some. You need him tracking back in whatever. And he's playing in a double pivot with exactly. Baba Idrisu. Yes. And what makes it even worse is he's doing that together with Kudus. And Kudus is also not going to track back because Kudus is more forward-minded. Brazil have a free kick at the moment. Edge of the box. And you know they have many experts for this, don't they? It's going to be Casemiro straight. At Jojo Wallacott, no trouble there whatsoever. Mm, in 2011, it was Adam Larson Karase who, who was spectacular. You know, it was, he did his reputation a lot of good in that game against Brazil. Maybe today is going to be Jay Wallacott's day as well. Let us know your thoughts. Leave us a message on Twitter. Use the hashtag JoySports. Wherever you're listening to this commentary from, I read and retweet all of your tweets. Use the hashtag JoySports. I'm sure if you're watching this game from wherever or you're listening from inside your car or you don't have electricity or you decided to turn off the volume of your TV set to listen to the commentary as many of you like to do I'm interested the options for the Black Stars on the bench though that's what gives lots of people hope Michelle, no? Yes, yes, yes and we have the Mackie Williams who can stretch the play and will make those runs in behind and help us and help us, you know, uh, play expansively. The, one other problem with the bats at the moment is because is that we have too many players who like to come on the ball. We have Kudus, he's ball dominant. Andrea, are you ball dominant? And Jordan, are you ball dominant? Kamal Dean. Kamal, also ball dominant. You don't have enough forward players who are going to make those runs behind the defence and, and look, look to, you know, stretch that Brazilian defence by playing on the shoulder of the, the defenders and all of that. We need more of those, you know, skill sets. Here come Brazil. This possession by juicing his own half. Oh, that was brilliant defending from Jiku. He finds Kudus Mohamed inside the center circle. 24 minutes. Ghana down by a goal to nil. Marquinhos with the opening goal in the ninth minute. Kamaldi to Kudus Mohamed. Kudus to the right-hand side. It's uh, Jordan Ayu waiting inside the box. Jordan Ayu trying to cut him field. He's waited too long. The Brazilians have recovered. And he can't get the crossing because there's been just too many bodies. And Brazil survive on that occasion. And that's the thing that Mishail was talking about. Doing too much, holding onto the ball for too long. Jordan Ayu should have played that pass a bit earlier. Held onto the ball. And Brazil just got enough men back to cover. Live on 99.7 Joy FM. Live commentary of this friendly match between Ghana and Brazil. It's the fourth a friendly meeting in fact it's the fifth meeting between these two sides at the senior level the first friendly match was in 1996 that game was played in Brazil many people don't seem to talk about it a lot but Ghana lost that by 8 goals to 2 and I remember Tony Yabor scored on that day and incidentally that was the first game where <laughs> Emmanuel Osekufo not Sami Kufo Emmanuel says for Scott, uh, he played in that game. 
and got sent off. And he started a series of red cards in Ghana Brazil games. Exactly. 2006 at the World Cup, Asamoah also got sent off. Then in 2007, a friendly game, Ghana lost that 1 0. Who got sent off? Hamini Dramani. And in 2011, Daniel Opari. That was a very harsh red card. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that Opari one. It was Mike Dean who was the referee that day. I remember the disbelief on Opari's face when he was shown the red card. That Mike Dean kept telling him, This is your fifth, this is your fifth foul in 30 minutes. <laughs> so get off. <laughs> Brazil with possession. Alex Telles doing a no-look pass. When Alex Telles is doing no-look passes, then you know that he basically is under no pressure. Even when he's looking, he can't pass the ball well. When he was at United, now he's doing no-look passes against the Black Stars. Oh, yes, Rafinha, brilliant goal! Oh, goodness me! And it is that man, Richarlison, who's tucked it in, following a brilliant cross from Neymar. It was one-touch football. And Brazil lead by two goals to nil against the Black Stars. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. One word for that attack. World class. World class. I mean, that's not to say it's against world class opposition, but yeah. Ball came in there. Neymar, one touch football, got it into the box. And it was Daniel Amate who was marking Richarlison. It was not even a contest because the ball did not even get to his. It was a half touch. It was a half touch from Richarlison. Ball got to him and he absolutely latched onto it. Wolokot saw it a second too late and it was the back of the net. Richarlison sprinting to do the um, <laughs> the new waltz. Brazil leading by two goals in the old Chiche in his 20th managerial job hoping to become a world champion with Brazil for the sixth time. So Brazil lead by two goals to nil against the Black Stars and it's only been 28 minutes of football played. This could turn out to be a long, long evening for Otuado and his men. They kick it off again with Afenajan to Andre Ayu, Baba Idrisu. Richarlison with his 15th goal for Brazil in 37 appearances. The new Tottenham Hotspur signing. This really has to be one of the easiest games Brazil have played in recent years. Here they are. Elite by two goes to nil. And the silence across Ghana Living in here, I can feel it. It's almost a feeling of resignation <laughs> from many people. Anyway. Uh, but here they come again, Gary. It's Rafinha with Babaraman. Babaraman does really well to win the ball off him. The first battle he's won against him. Oh, and he's giving it away cheaply. But luckily for him, Kudis Mohamed got us the pieces and finds his captain, Andre Ayu. Ghana. On the attack, Andre Ayu has his brother waiting. He's gone down, looking for a foul. Referee says play on. Ghana still keep possession. Inside the center circle is Daniel Amate to Jukui centre-back partner. Amate hasn't started the season. Well, he started well, played a couple of matches, then was dropped to the bench. Jukui, Babaraman, 
Andre, are you looking for the one-touch ball to Afenijan? And that's the difference because the number 10 in yellow picked up Richarlison with a brilliant one-touch pass. And you see the number 10 in red trying something similar and the ball is nowhere near the intended target. That is the disparity in class we're talking about here. Half an hour gone. Brazil 2, Ghana nil. Richarlison is Jordan Ayu coming across. But is Richarlison, but Brazil keep possession on the center circle. It's Paqueta, new West Ham signing. There he is, can't miss him. What is that? The bandage around his left hand. And here's Casemiro, the new Man United signing to Neymar. Neymar has lost it to Kudus, unfairly says the referee. So free kick to Brazil. And Neymar is complaining. He says he's been fouled too Kudus incessantly. And he wants a yellow card given to Kudus. Uh, the referee is calm in tempest. Because Kudus Mohammed isn't happy. He says Neymar elbowed him. And uh, <laughs> Neymar wanted to. He wanted to give Kudusuya. <laughs> exactly. Kudus said, "You might be two nil up for a year, but for a year, no." <laughs> oh my goodness! Remember, if you're just tuning, this is 99.7 Joy FM. If you. Wondering why you haven't heard Thomas Partey's name, even though you might have seen him in the starting lineup. That's because he pulled out injured in the warm-up, so he's not here. Babay Dusi, who was originally on the bench, was brought in to replace him. The commentary, of course, is brought to you by Day by Day Men. Strong and refined. The skin care you deserve. Go on and dream. Day by day. Day by day. Gary uses it. Day by day. Day by day, men. Strong and refined. Stronger than the Black Stars at the moment, of course. They're down by two goals to nil. But by Drusu, it's found game time hard to come by this season. In La Liga for Mallorca. Yeah, is uh, Andre Ayu. He's playing deep, deep in midfield today alongside Baba Idrisu. Kudus Mohammed at the tip of a diamond. Oh, Baba Idrisu's passing is. <laughs> he's got. Hey, that is the. Uh, that's the thing with Baba Idrisu. He's got massive defensive qualities, but he's got the passing abilities of a kindergarten student. <laughs> you don't say. He wins the ball. He puts his body in the line. He does everything defensively superbly. But when he has the ball, it just doesn't seem like he knows exactly what to do with it. And that's why Thomas Partey was supposed to start tonight by that injury. To be the career. To so link up with our two forwards up there. Uh, Brazil caught offside on that occasion. With Kudus Mohamed and... Uh, 
Dede, are you up there? You, you want someone who's confident on the ball, assured in possession, to, to sit in that midfield and try and receive the ball from the defence and goalkeeper and look to give in those passes, in those house spaces to Cruz or Dede, are you? If that's not available, you're going to look out for full backs who are going to, you know, overlap or even underlap and, and paint those balls. And now, could this, uh, now that party is out, Idrisu cannot do that. And that's why the backs are suffering to create any chances. Uh, here come Ghana. On the right is Kamaldin Sulemana. Kamaldin Tafenejan back to Kudus Mohamed. Kudus Mohamed is taking on five Brazilian players, finding support in Afenejan. His body orientation lets him down, but he got his the ball anyway. Here's the professor, Denis Odoy. Uh, the professor is doing well at the moment. Keeps possession. Kudus Mohamed goes crossfield to Baba Rahman. Man is being forced to go back. He's gone back to Juku. Baba Idrisu has come to help. Amate now to Kamaldin. Kamaldin to Kudus. Kudus is lost out and Brazil can pour him forward. It with Neymar. On the left-hand side, Neymar to Casemiro. Now Neymar is calm things now and he's taking the ball all the way to Marquinhos. Marquinhos is now sprinting forward. Goes to the right where he finds Eda Militao. Real Madrid centre-back is playing right back today. Rafinha. Militao. Rafinha. 35 minutes. Brazil 2. Ghana nil. Live on Joy. 99.7. To the left is Vinicius Jr. He's let the Ghanaian defence breathe for a moment there, hasn't he? But here he is now. And uh, Vinicius Jr., He's making a run through, but Amate comes across to calmly take. Very well defended. Kudus Mohamed is not been giving any space on the ball today. Has he? Because every time Kudus has the ball, it's almost as if he's been surrounded by three Brazilian players. And he's rarely been giving any space at all. Today he's playing in his number 10 role. It's a position that... You would argue. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC.